0: Hello to all my lovely and patient listeners. I add patient because it has been some time since the last episode of Gaffers Advisor came out. Way longer than any international break. And no, I was not on any winter break like the Bundesliga either. So let me start by apologizing for being missing from the Premier League and the UFA Champions League action. But it is also said that good things come to those who wait. And similarly, Gaffer's advisor is back with all the latest coverage on the best football league in all the lands, Premier League, which enters into its 8th match week. Also noteworthy is that Gaffer's advisor will now be coming to you all the way from Canada as your host Siddharth Kathuria has relocated to the land of Bayern Munich star Alfonso Davies. So without further delay I welcome you all to the latest episode of Gaffers Advisor the first one from Canada where we begin the coverage with the Liverpool's visit to Vicarage Road to take on Watford Despite a dominating performance against Porto in the UEFA Champions League, the Jurgen Klopp side was hungry for a big W in the Premier League after having drawn their previous two games including a 3-3 draw against a gritty Brentford side. The visit to Vicarage Road could not have come at a better time for them as this supposed easy fixture was exactly what this side required to build some much-needed momentum before their tough upcoming couple of fixtures. The home side was also looking for some much-needed points in the table as the Claudio Ranieri side was languishing extremely close to the relegation zone with four defeats out of their seven matches before this one. But Liverpool was not to be the giant they disposed of to get those points as the visitors demolished Watford 5-0, thanks to a Bobby Firmino hat-trick and goals by Mane and Mosala. Sadio Mane, in the process of scoring the opening goal of the match, netted his 100th Premier League goal. Claudio Ranieri, on the other hand, also ended up with his own record, but one he would never want, and definitely not while taking charge of his first game as the Watford manager. He ended up suffering his biggest ever defeat as the top man in charge for any club. If you think the scoreline describes how dominating the visiting side was, wait till you hear the stats. Liverpool enjoyed 77% of the overall ball possession with 8 attempts on target as compared to 6 shots in total by the Hornets. The home side could manage their first shot on target only after Liverpool were already 4-0 up, with Mo Salah having joined Mane and Firmino on the score sheet. Watford could only manage two on-target attempts, with none going past the stand-in keeper Kelleher. Firmino completed his hat-trick and scored Liverpool's fifth goal in the injury time as the referee blew the full-time whistle, much to the relief of Watford fans and manager Ranieri alike. It is a tough job ahead for Ranieri as Watford search for their third win this season, while Liverpool, having built a solid wave of momentum, would be hoping to carry it forward as they visit Madrid to take on Atletico in their next UEFA Champions League group game. From Vicarage Road, let's travel to the King Power Stadium where Leicester City hosted a visiting Manchester United side. Both the sides were eager to get all three points for their own reasons. Leicester City had failed to win even a single match in the Premier League or the Europa League in the entire last month and were looking to get back to winning ways by gathering the much-needed three points. Manchester United on the other side were having a dismal run in the Premier League, failing to win the previous two matches and had also faced an exit from the EFL Cup and hence were looking to get a positive result while extending their unbeaten record of 29 away games. With everything to play for and a lot on the line for both the sides, the encounter had the promise of a thriller. Manchester United managed to have a slightly higher ball position with 52% but that is the only positive start that went in the favour of the Oleganar side as they went down 4-2 in a 6 goal contest. The home side had more shots, both total and on target, and even though the visitors opened the scoring courtesy of a Mason Greenwood rocket, the hosts ended the first half on even terms, thanks to an equally amazing, inch-perfect lob by Tielemans. Even though the contest was pretty much even, the home side always seemed to have an upper hand and were waiting for something to give way. And it did when the match had a little over 10 minutes left to play. Soyuncu put the home side in the lead, but Marcus Rashford marked his return with a goal to bring his side on level terms. Before it was Jamie Vardy who put Leicester back in the lead. And all this happened in 5 short minutes. The match went into added minutes with Leicester leading 3-2. But the misery was not over for the visiting side, as Dhaka scored in the first of the added minutes and Leicester recorded a historic win against Manchester United. Ever since 1901, this was the first instance when Leicester recorded 3 consecutive wins against Manchester United in all competitions, while ending Manchester United's unbeaten away run in the Premier League at 29 games. Thanks to this massive victory, Leicester City will look forward to their visit to Russia where they take on Spartak Moscow in the Europa League group stage. While Manchester United begin a series of difficult fixtures with a Champions League group stage tie against a tricky opponent in Atlanta. Moving on from the King Power Stadium, we travel to the Etihad in the blue part of Manchester, where Pep Guardiola's side hosted a relegation-threatened Burnley, still to register a win in this Premier League season. Even though this was an easy fixture for the defending champions, the home side still wanted to win emphatically, not just to strengthen their position in the league table, but to shake off the cobwebs from a defeat in the UEFA Champions League group game and a draw against Liverpool before the international break. The manager Pep Guardiola asked for domination and the players obliged as Manchester City brushed aside Burnley 2-0 to collect those three points. Even though the home side scored only two goals, a little less than their normal average against sides like Burnley, they saw over 70% of the ball in the match and managed 15 shots in total with half a dozen being on target. The Sean Dyche side tried their best to press the mighty City side but could only manage two on-target attempts which were not enough to trouble the stand-in keeper Stefan. With one goal in each half going to Bernardo Silva and Kevin De Bruyne, Manchester City registered their 10th win in the 11 Premier League matches against Burnley after last losing at Turf Moor in 2015. After easing past a lacklustre Burnley, the citizens will be looking forward to their upcoming trip to Belgium where they visit Club Brugge for their next Champions League group tie. From the English defending champions, we follow the European defending champions as a determined Chelsea squad travelled to Brentford Community Stadium to take on the gritty Brentford side that has managed to surprise the entire English footballing community in the very least. Even though Chelsea had tasted success in their last Premier League match before the international break, they had suffered back-to-back defeats against Manchester City and Juventus in the Domestic League and the European Cup group stage respectively and were looking to continue building momentum against a supposed Minos side in Brentford. The visiting Thomas Tuchel side did manage to keep the ball 57% of the times and also managed to win the match 1-0 but Brentford once again proved that this newly promoted side belongs in the Premier League. Brentford managed 7 shots on the Chelsea goal, testing Mendy thoroughly while Chelsea could only manage 5 shots in total with just one being on target, the Ben Chilwell strike that ended up being the winner for the visitors. Even though Ben Chilwell gave the visitors the lead at the stroke of half-time, Brentford were relentless for the entire duration of 90 minutes and managed to hit the post twice. Many would argue that the home side deserved to win the contest easily, but Chelsea hung by the skin of their teeth primarily due to the massive shift put in by Edward Mendy. With Brentford's side in the rear view for the defending European champions, they look forward to their next European group stage game where they host Malmo at the Stamford Bridge. The next match comes to us from the Goodison Park where David Moyes took his West Ham United side to take on the Rafa Benitez managed Everton. The match was even in terms of the attacking spirit and the shots taken by both the sides and it were the visitors in the end who managed to take all three points. Even though West Ham saw the ball in the back of Pickford's net twice, only the second instance counted as the first was flagged offside. It was the Ogbonna header from a corner late in the second half which managed to creep inside Pickford's goal and gave the Hammers a 1-0 away win. As mentioned, both the sides did their best to have some impact on the game and more importantly on the scoreline, but the majority of the shots taken were either wide or were blocked by the sea of players present in the penalty box on either side of the pitch. No real counterattacks were seen in the entire duration of the match and only Pickford was called into action to make more than just a routine save. After the Hammers recorded a hard-fought narrow win on the road, they find themselves on the same number of points as their hosts in the league table standings. With this win, West Ham have recorded consecutive away league wins at Everton for the first time in over 90 years, as the last time West Ham managed this feat while visiting Everton was back in 1930. After surviving a visit to the Goodison, West Ham United next welcomed Genk at the London Stadium in their Europa League group game, looking to maintain their 100% win rate in their Europa League group. From teams getting wins, we travelled to a place where the home side and the visiting side were both desperate for a big W. Yes, I'm talking about the St. James' Park where Newcastle United, a side still searching for their first win this season, hosted Tottenham, a club determined to make a statement after having a run of bad results in the Premier League, with the exception of 2-1 win over Aston Villa before the break. On a side note, Gaffer's advisor wishes a speedy recovery to the fan who had a medical mishap during the game at the St. James' Park. So with the two sides having an equal amount of determination to get a positive result, this was bound to be a spicy encounter and the five goal thriller did not disappoint. With almost two-thirds of the ball possession and with double the shots taken, the visitors set the tempo of the game and ended up winning the encounter 3-2, even with Eric Dyer gifting Newcastle with an own goal in the dying minutes of the match. Harry Kane got off the mark in the Premier League with a each of a strike over Darlow's head and he was joined by Ndombele and Son on the score sheet for the visitors in the first half itself. Callum Wilson was the lone goal scorer for the home side and he actually opened the scoring in just the second minute. Spurs bounced back well from conceding this early goal and ended the first half 3-1 up. Newcastle United, the newly crowned richest club in the world, were eager to see the ball in the back of Spurs' net but it was not to be on this day as the minutes passed by. Things turned from bad to worse for the hosts as substitute John Joe Shelby was shown a double yellow in the final 10 minutes to bring the home side down to 10 men. Eric Dyer's own goal did come as a ray of hope to the Geordie fans, but it was not meant to be on the given day as the final whistle meant three massive points for the Nuno Espirito Santos side and the Saudi-owned richest club will have to continue its search for the first Premier League win this season. Spurs, on the other hand, will travel to the Netherlands in the middle of the week for their next Europa Conference League group stage match. After having a horrific start to their campaign, Arsenal had begun to pick up the pieces and find some victories in the Premier League before that momentum took a hit in the form of a goalless draw at Brighton before the international break. Determined to rediscover their winning form, the Gunners took on Crystal Palace at home in match week 8 of the Premier League. In the 90 minutes of the match, Arsenal enjoyed a higher percentage of the ball position and almost double the shots taken as compared to the visiting eagles. But despite these advantages, both the home side and the visiting side had the same number of shots on the opposition goal and scored the same number of goals as the match ended in a 2-2 draw. After Obameyang scored inside the opening 10 minutes of the match, Crystal Palace showed great fighting spirit and Ramsdale was called into action to make quite a few saves. It was Benteke, early in the second half, who found the back of the net to bring the visitors level. And with less than 20 minutes left to play, it was Eduard who gave the Eagles the lead and the Gunners were left chasing the match for a solitary point. It all seemed going downhill for the home side when in the dying minutes of the added time at the end of the 90, Lacazette pounced on a loose ball that Crystal Palace had failed to clear to make sure that the home side got at least one point from an encounter that Mikel Arteta would have liked to win. His side will be looking to try again to get that winning form back in the next match week when they will welcome Aston Villa at the Emirates. Match Week 8 came to a close with Arsenal drawing at home against the feisty Eagles and the Premier League table standings see the defending European champions Chelsea sitting at the top. In a surprise, Brighton finds itself in the fourth position as Tottenham skip Manchester United to take the fifth place. Wolves get the final place in the top half of the table owing to their win over Aston Villa and Arsenal's draw at home. With much more drama yet to unfold in the remaining 30 match weeks, Premier League still has a long way to go. And with regular updates and match analysis, Gaffer's Advisor will be there with you. On a personal note, I still have a few things left to be sorted in this new country I hope to call home. But I will try that regular episodes of your favourite football podcast, Gaffer's Advisor, keep coming to you. You can show me your love by following the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts and Anchor and by sharing it in your footballing circles so that your favorite podcast continues to grow. For further updates on the Premier League and the UEFA Champions League, stay tuned to Gaffer's Advisor. Until the next episode, this is your host and Gaffer's Advisor, Siddharth Kathuria, signing off and wishing you all the best of health.